So, Kevin, thank you so much for making time all the way from the US to chat. Um, I just wanted to get you to, I guess, introduce yourself and, and tell us a bit about who you are and what, and what you do. Um, sure. Yeah. My name is Kevin King. Uh, I've been doing e-commerce since uh, before Google existed. So I've been selling online for, I don't know, about 30, 30 years or so now. Uh, <clears throat> started, I think, actually almost 30 years, 28. I think I made my first sale in 1994. My background before that was direct marketing. So the old traditional uh, selling stuff through the postal service, uh, getting people to buy um, before the internet. Um, I have a degree in business from Texas A&M University. Uh, I've never worked for anybody uh, since I was 16. It's the last time I had uh, 16, 17, had worked at a pizza place and uh, McDonald's. And that's that's the only time I've ever worked for anybody. So I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. Uh, been doing at Amazon uh, since uh, 2001, I guess. Um, I was one of the first guys uh, with PayPal back when they were giving you $10 just to sign up for an account and $10 for every person that you referred to PayPal. So I made a lot of money referring people to PayPal. I remember when Amazon was just uh, books and uh, books and CDs uh, and DVDs and, and whatnot. Um, so yeah, been doing <clears throat> doing that for a while. Been selling as an FBA seller since 2015 on Amazon. I also run several e-commerce sites outside of Amazon, uh, whether it be on platforms like Shopify or uh, you know proprietary platforms. Uh, I think my merchant processor use a company called Plug and Pay. I think they've been around. I go so when they first started their their programming guy was helping me every time my computer crashed. So we we'd run some sort of promotion and you know our, our server or whatever would crash back in the mid nineties. And he, he I would call him and say, hey, I can't take any money right now. How do I restart this machine? And he would log in and restart the machine. So I go back to the early days, uh, but today I, I do. Uh, I'm running four different Amazon accounts, either myself or with uh, partners. I do training for Helium 10, which is the biggest software in the space. Um, I do their uh, the course called the Freedom Ticket, which is a uh, how to sell on Amazon from A to Z, and that's uh, it's free for anybody that has a membership. And so it's not a paid course. It's about 60 hours of content. It's both the top course in the business uh, last year in Seller Poll. Uh, I also do their advanced training called Helium 10 Elite. Uh, I run the Billion Dollar Seller Summit, which is a twice a year event, once uh, in person, once virtually for seven, eight, and nine figure sellers. It's a very exclusive, uh, about 100 or so sellers, all at the high, highest level. I do that in Austin. And then I'm involved in a company called Product Savants with uh, Steve Simonson, where we, we take a couple of the pain points out of uh, some of the product sourcing and discovery for uh, big sellers and including some aggregators. And then I, I speak. I've spoken at, I don't know, 30, 40 different Amazon events around the world, been on podcasts like yourself and uh, virtual summits and tons of that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty heavily involved in, in the space. Good thing. I feel like I just got a history lesson, um, Kevin. That was, <laughs> that was really good. That was especially the part about rebooting the machine to accept payments. That was, that was gold, man. Um, so more, more recently, though, um, you know, both of us, both you and I were at um, were at Prosper, right, in Vegas last last week. You know, I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I know there's a lot of people on LinkedIn raving about it, but um, what did you think of it? You know, what was the new news you heard on the ground? Any headlines? Yeah, keen to hear your thinking. Yeah, well, the Prosper show, yeah, I've been going. I didn't go to the first one. That I think it happened in Utah, Salt Lake City, like in 2015, I guess. I remember hearing about it right when I first started doing this FBA business model, but I uh, didn't go. I've been to every one of them since, so since 2016 on. 
this was the first time they moved uh, to the Mandalay Bay, which I think was a smart decision from that piece of junk hotel that they were in before. Uh, so that was that was that was good, I think. Um, I know I just talked to someone today who was on the board there. They had 170 exhibitors uh, and booths, uh, and then they had uh, about 2,000 total tickets sold. So it, I don't know if all 2,000 people showed up, but uh, so that's that's a pretty big event. It's the biggest event in the space right now, I think. EVM 10 sell and scale that's happening in September might be bigger, um, but that's the biggest event in the space. The It's great for networking for people like myself. I don't really go for the content. You know, there's a lot of sessions. Um, some of them are people I know, uh, some of them are people I don't know, but I, I find that's not the value for me. Uh, the value for me is the networking, you know, meeting with other people and sitting around at lunch or talking to different vendors in the booths or, and as you know, James, it turns into a big party. So every night there's two or three different parties hosted by different uh, different folks at different suites or different uh, events or, you know, even he and 10, they had a huge, they had Mark McGrath and a huge singer at the House of Blues. And so a lot of it's, it, it rolls around, this, revolves around the social aspect and just the networking, you know, seeing, seeing old faces. The word uh, that I was getting from a lot of people, especially the vendor size, they felt like there was... Uh, not enough sellers. There's too many vendors and service provider types. You know, if you just do the math at 170 booths, you know, some of them had two or three people in them. Some of them like Helium 10 had 30 people there. So it, I don't know if it averages out to four or five people per per booth on average, you know, that's eight, 900 of those 2000 right there. Plus there's other service providers that, and software companies that just bought a ticket to come. So the the, the big knock I heard was there's not enough sellers and too many people selling services. Um, I don't. I, that's I heard that from several different people. So um, you know, Prosper is a big. It's not my favorite. It's it's in Vegas and there's a lot of people that go. So I like it from that aspect. But as far as an Amazon event, it would not be in my top ten. Um, uh, you know, for content. I think some of the smaller masterminds and some other events are far superior uh, for learning, uh, for actually getting skills that you need. And, and <clears throat> but from a, it's Vegas, it's party city. You go there's a lot of people that go. Prosper's run by a big event company. Um, you know that's really not in the space. The better events I think are run by sellers themselves uh, versus these big uh, corporate events. And Prosper tends to be pretty corporate-y. and so they they attract a lot of. Uh, you know, the corporate types, which uh, is, there's nothing wrong with that, uh, but um, th there's the real sellers are the guys down in the weeds, the guerrilla marketers, the guys doing this, building the business from scratch. Uh, and, and those are the ones that are really on top of their game, uh, more so than uh, the corporate people uh, who uh, are just well-funded and maybe right place, right time type of stuff. So from that aspect, I prefer smaller events. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting insight, Kevin. I must say, it was my first time in uh, at Prosper. It was everybody was new to me, and and like you, I think I thoroughly enjoyed the networking. So yeah, interesting. Certainly interesting. Yeah, it's great to be. I mean, if you've never been to an event, there's it's not. Don't get me wrong, the event's not bad. I just I've been to so many all over the world. Uh, you know, including like you know what's happening in Ukraine right now with in Kiev. Uh, I, I spoke at an event there three years ago for Amazon. So there's a huge Amazon seller community. Uh, in, in Ukraine, and yeah, they had a spoken event there. So the, there's lots of different types of events, but if you've never been to one, it's great to get out and you, you know you can talk the language of other people. If you go there, everybody knows. You know when you say what you do, they know what you do. You don't have to explain it to 
people like you do, your friends or your family or something like, what the heck are you doing? Uh, you know, everybody gets it. Uh, so it's nice. Uh, and then you, you can put faces to some of the people you've dealt with by email or seen on Zoom. Go have drinks with them. Uh, you know, so it's it's really it's it's uh, it's really cool uh, to get out to to events like Prosper. And Prosper draws a lot of people, uh, so that's a good good thing. It's a big event. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You and I were both there, and I don't think we even ran each other. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So um, next question for you, uh, Kevin. Um, so on the back of that, like we're now kind of you know three months into twenty twenty two. What's your what's your big prediction for Amazon selling in for this year? Well, I, I mean, a lot of people ask me all the time: is it is it is the time past to sell on Amazon? Is it too late to get started? And, and or is it uh, you know all the good products gone or whatever? And I, I say no. I think right now is the best time ever. Uh, it Amazon has grown so much, and you know, just from when I started selling on FBA seven years ago, the vol the sheer volume. I, you know, whether you're on a on a big keyword or on a small keyword, the, the sheer volume. You know, a small keyword that you may be ranking on in 2015, you might sell five units a week. Now that same keyword, because Amazon's just grown so much, you're selling a hundred units a week or something. You know, it, so the opportunities are huge. It's not easy like it used to be. It's not. Uh, you know, just going to Alibaba and sticking your name on something and throwing it up on Amazon is the chances of that succeeding are, are greatly reduced from uh, from the past. It's become more of a, a big boys playground. You you really to make to make a good go of it, um, you need good money and you need good uh, software and you need good good people. I mean, that's not to say that someone can't start this business and have has a side hustle and make a little bit of money. You know, there's there's a huge community in Pakistan of like. 800,000, uh, it's called enablers, I think, 800,000 people that are learning how to be VAs or to sell on Amazon. And for someone like them to be able to come on to e whether it's Amazon or Walmart or Shopify or whatever, to make 500 or $1,000 a month profit, that's life-changing. But for, for me and you, you in Australia, me in the U.S., that's not going to do anything for us, really. You know, it might, might get us a few extra beers at the pub or something. Uh, but that, that's, that's about it. So it depends on your perspective. But if you're looking at this from a real business perspective and to make serious money from in the Western culture, um, you need you need some money, uh, and you need you need to really have some good branding and some good differentiation, and, and that's that's where a lot of people are struggling right now uh, to give it a go. And the competition is getting fiercer, and so knowing how to use the tools and knowing how to use the proper the proper tools, there's a lot of people that start selling and then end up developing tools. And some of those tools are great. Some of them are, are pieces of junk, uh, but <clears throat> knowing which tools to use and how to use those tools to, to, to see the opportunities uh, is more important than ever. And then having a firm grasp on your financials, knowing you know your, your true numbers. A lot of people that sell on Amazon, including some of the biggest brands, don't, don't, don't really know their true numbers. And you really gotta know that from the log logistics side to the advertising side, to the sourcing side, to all the little fees that get added in, uh, and you you really got to factor all that in, or you can you might have good cash flow, but you don't have good profits. And so th th those are some of the critical things that in twenty twenty two and beyond people need to pay attention to. You know, some of the biggest opportunities out there, I think, right now are in in creating brand new products. But <clears throat> to create a brand new product, that takes some branding that takes some, you know, education. And a lot of people either don't have the money or the patience or the know-how to do that. Amazon's still a great platform to launch on. Um, or it's going out and doing, you know, licensing deals. I think there's a huge opportunity in licensing right now uh, on, on Amazon where you can go to some of these bigger brands who may want to 
presence and they've tried Amazon, but they hired some kid out of college for 40, 50,000 a year that doesn't really know what he's doing and it didn't work for him. Uh, but if you go and you know, take the I don't know, US Army, for example, if you're selling a flashlight on Amazon and it's a tactical flashlight and you come out with uh, James's tactical flashlight line, nobody knows who you are. You're going to have to do all kinds of innovative things to just try to get ranked and get some reviews. But if you come out with that same flashlight and say, this is a U.S. Army tactical flashlight, uh, you know, soldier approved or whatever, because you have a licensing deal with the U.S. Army and you can put their logo on it. Yeah, you're paying six or seven percent in a licensing fee to them. But that's almost like a part of your advertising expense or part of your tacos or something. And that that immediately gives you credibility and sets you apart. And so I think there's some major opportunities in that side uh, that a lot of people just aren't looking at right now uh, that I think could be exploited. And so the, the opportunities are huge on Amazon and the data, the tools have gotten more sophisticated. The data is there. If you just know how to use the data, you can find uh, a lot of golden opportunities. Yeah, no, I think that's, um, you know, everything you said makes complete sense. And certainly the part about, you know, building a brand, like, I don't want to use the word properly, but I would say, you know, really investing in, in, in building a brand and, you know, achieving credibility and all these things is certainly, certainly something I'm hearing a lot. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Um, gone are the days of just getting some product, as you say, and slapping it up there with your name on it. Like, I think you need to really, really invest beyond that. So it's interesting. I mean, that can still work. I mean, it still works from time to time, but it, but long-term success you need you need branding and branding is not just a logo and a name branding is a, a appealing to a customer avatar it's it's creating something around a belief system or a, a people's sense of wanting to belong and that takes time uh amazon's a great place to kickstart that i mean you could go do this on your own on your own shopify site but you got to drive all the traffic you got to do a lot but why not use amazon yeah you're giving them a you know about a third of uh every sale if not more but they have the eyeballs, they have the trust, they have everything there. And it's still a great, great place to launch on. And then, then the pivot off of, uh, but creating a, a brand around an, avatar, uh, around an avatar or a lifestyle or a passion of people is definitely the way to go. And it just, you know, people get impatient. They, they see these ads on Facebook of someone that showing sales, you know, I started on Amazon last, you know, last week and now I'm making, uh, you know, this much money or they show, you know, these screenshots of crazy stuff or Lamborghinis or whatever. And there's a lot of people that, that see this as a business opportunity that they're working a nine to five job. They want to quit working for the man. And they're like, I, I want to quit now, but they don't have the patience to, you know, this is going to take a year two years before you can get to that point where you can do that. And then the big brands, some of them just don't understand it. You know, some of the biggest brands out there that are successful despite themselves um, they, they don't truly understand Amazon and they're leaving a lot of money on the table as well, just because they don't really understand how the algorithm works and how to properly do stuff on Amazon. They just get by simply on their branding. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting point. Um, the good segue actually, Kevin, into my, my last, my last question for you. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people ask you this, but what is your top tip at the top of your mind at the moment for, for the uh, sellers out there? The top tip? Yeah. Uh, it, it would be in a, doing the proper product research. I mean, it all starts with the products that you're gonna sell. So whether you're launching an existing product that you've already had and you've been selling well in other channels, or you're coming up with something brand new or some brand new opportunity, you, got, you have to know how to do your, the proper product research. And that's 
you can't just put something up on Amazon and expect it to sell. I mean, occasionally that happens, you hit gold, but for the vast majority, you gotta know how good are your how good is your competition, how good are they creating the listings, how good are their images, how good is their video, which keywords are they targeting and which ones um, are they missing out on? Uh, and you can you can see the the competition level because basically if you can't get to the top three spots on Amazon for a certain keyword, you're you're gonna have very few sales. Yeah, most of the sales come off of those top three. Sometimes they'll go a little bit deeper than that, uh, but usually the top three, four, five keywords, I mean, positions organically. And Amazon's starting to charge more, have more and more advertising spaces so that the organic or, or the non-paid listings, the natural listings are, are less and less. And Amazon's replacing those more and more with, with, with paid advertising spots. So you, you got to have the margins there. And so you got to know how to use these tools, uh, you know, like Helium 10 or Data Dive or, brand analytics or some of the other ones that are out there to really analyze the opportunity and decide, is this something that we can uh, go into and sustain, or is this something that's going to be a quick hit, or is this something that's going to be very, very difficult to, to get a foothold in? Uh, in? And there's some saturated markets on Amazon that are very, very difficult to, to compete in. And I see people try over and over again, and it just it just doesn't work. So product research uh, and you know how to use the tools to actually get the data. It's there. And when I first started seven FBA seven years ago, we had to piece together a bunch of stuff and just wasn't there. But now you can tell within a matter of two to five minutes, if you know how to use the right tool, whether you should proceed on uh, evaluate an opportunity or whether you should uh, back off. It's too competitive. Interesting. Another, another piece of uh, very pragmatic advice from you, Kevin. So, um, but yeah, appreciate it. And look, I guess I've taken up a lot of your time, so I do want to wrap it up. Um, and yeah, thanks again for making time to chat. And I, I really hope that, yeah, we can do this again and, and get your thoughts again and hopefully cross paths at the next next event. And for sure. I uh, appreciate it, James. It's been, uh, it's been a pleasure here. And uh, hopefully uh, this has helped somebody. I'm giving someone something to think about. Thank you.